Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host, Casey, and with me, as always, the amazing and wonderful Veronica. What's up, guys? So, we're doing a car cast. We're on our way home from San Diego, where we just experienced SeaWorld's Howlow Screams, the very first rendition of the event. And um, what do we want to say about it? Do we want to be nice, or do we want to be honest? Well... We'll start off with the fact that we didn't get media tickets, so we're going to be honest about it. Oh, sick bird. Well, <laughs> that could be because we don't know. But yeah, like, anyway. We were contacted to go down there to go to their preview event. So they already had our information. Yeah. And yet we weren't contacted to do media. Yeah, we weren't even told there was going to be a media event. Yeah, we didn't know that. Like, we, yeah. Usually media marketing will email you and say, hey, we're going to be having this event. Are you available? When they already have your contact information and they know your media. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So whatever. We bought tickets. We went. Gonna go support. Gonna go, yeah. Girl year. It's a new, a new event. You gotta support it. We love new events here in Southern California. So the adventure, I guess, started pulling up to the uh, <laughs> toll booths where you pay to uh, park. <laughs> yeah. We got there a little early because we're, you know, driving from Corona. It's like a two-hour drive. We didn't know how long it would take. Oh, no, we were coming from not not tacos. But anyway, we got there early. And the lights were still green, like, hey, pull through. But there was no attendant. And the attendants that were there were, like, off talking. And there was no direction. They didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what was going on. There was no place to turn around. So we just went in. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, they had nobody taking money so people were just driving into the parking lot well I, I, if I they mean, got there really early i think yeah four, we got there before 4 30 and they were letting people in for the evening event at 4 30 so we just got there early but they had no plan for people who got there early and, and haunters are going to get there early yeah i mean who's not who's gonna if you're going in the park at five you you know you gotta park you gotta do all the things go through security it's a process you're not gonna show up at 4.30 to get into a park at 5. Yeah. And it's, like, I mean, the, and it's that kind of a tone for how things are going to go. Like, these yeah. guys didn't know what was going on. And it ended up being kind of a theme not to get ahead of the story. So we parked, hung out for a while, took some pictures in front. Super cool. And then um, the person who was at the front gate they said... Had one person at the main entrance. Mm-hmm. And they basically said... If you had a hollow scream ticket, because they were still emptying out the park, obviously, there's a gate to like the right of the main entrance, like a smaller gate, and everybody with hollow scream tickets will line up over there, which we did. We Is lined that up over event there. Haunted or a fire? That looks like a fire. Oh, um, oh it smells like a fire. <clears throat> so we lined up at this gate, right? So we're there. There's a nice line forming. Everybody's cool. There's a lot of other haunt fans there. Some that were at Scary Farm last night. Some that were coming from wherever to go see this new event. It was, it was fun. Everybody was chatting, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Then the, uh, like, a manager-type guy comes by, and he's like, okay, form two lines, because, you know, there can be two lines, two people. Great. So everybody breaks off into two lines. About 30 minutes later, somebody comes by and says, it's one line, everybody back into one line. And then we're like, oh, we just formed two lines, now you want one line. 
what's going on, right? So, with our ticket, the event starts at 7 p.m., but our tickets that we had allowed us entry at 5 p.m., and there was supposed to be kind of a holding area, and there was going to, there's supposed to be rides open and blah, 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 so you can hang out, wait for the event to start. 5 o'clock rolls around, we're not let in. 5.30 rolls around, we're not let in, but suddenly people are going in from the main entrance where they're not supposed to let in Hollow Scream guests. And so they're letting people in, and the people in our line that we've all been there way longer than those people started freaking out and nearly almost rioted. Like they were about they, to bum rush the event. Yeah, there was there was quite uh, a to do at the front of the line on our side, and it was completely like their fault. Like they had no plan. Apparently, there was no communication between the people running the front. Uh, entrance and the people running our gate and no one had radios no one could contact anybody so our lady had to run to like find a manager to find out what was going on and why people were being let in well why she ran off the people in the front of the line just basically ripped the gate open (laughs) yeah they pushed the roll-up gate open yeah they didn't go inside but they were like being aggressive yeah it was it was it was crazy so that was another fun thing that started the evening off. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get inside, finally. We were supposed to be let in at 5. We got in closer to 6. Yeah, it was about 6. So it was about an hour after we were supposed to actually get in. But really there was no point because there was no rides open. No, There was one alcohol stand open and that was it. Yeah. In the holding area. There was nothing else to do. So really, there was no point to really going in early at all. Uh, they said that you couldn't go past a certain point over by where the, the outdoor vending, where the, the bar was. Yeah. But if you went to the other side, there were no people to yeah. tell you not to go. So you could have wandered through the whole park, which we did. Yeah. So we went, we were just walking around in the area we were supposed to be in. And when we went over to the main entrance where there was apparently no communication about what was going on, there was nobody telling you not to go anywhere or no one directing you there's just open pathways so we just went wandering around and taking pictures and enjoying our our time while we waited for the event to start yeah there was um <laughs> there's a live ska band that we got to see while they were doing sound check yeah we saw their sound check really so that fun. was cool um we didn't get to see oh we saw the dolphins we did see the dolphins that was really which sweet. you know you wouldn't have gotten to see during the event because yeah. it was dark that was so that was a nice little gift for going in but there was nothing set up there were monsters luckily they were fully dressed well you know walking to their venues which is normal like that's what happens in the at you know the moments before rope drop right yeah. so it made sense but the fact that there was nobody there to guide us hey don't go this way please like just a one person standing there going oh yeah this place will be open later just go ahead and wait over there like yeah would not have been a problem <clears throat> and we knew that but I don't know. I was still compelled to walk through because there was nobody there. Knowing that we weren't, like, supposed to be back there, but we also were not being privy to some secret. There was nothing. There were a couple <laughs> little decorations for some secret yeah. but, you know, it, it wasn't a secret or anything. Like, yeah. nothing was spoiled. And then the other thing was, is there's a opening ceremony, much like, you know, Knots or Universal does, but it's at the very entrance of the holding area so everybody went past it yeah all the way to the edge where they you know they're gonna let you in basically like rope drop right but 
the ceremony was all the way at the beginning, so it in, wasn't. It, well, it happened. Wasn't at the, the front. It wasn't at the front entrance. You had to go down. It was to at the right. Yeah. Where it kind of forks off. It's kind of like and there's a, a courtyard there. If you go, it's next to Nightmare Experiment, the maze, and there's like a DJ booth hanging out there. It basically the the opening ceremony happens at the DJ booth. But if you're in the holding area and you want, like, they did eventually open up the electric eel ride. But that was, like, almost seven when it opened. Um, So if you're way back there, you're not going to see the opening ceremony, which kind of blows my mind. Like, you put all that effort into it. And everybody that showed up early, like, I'd say 90% plus don't see it. No, it was very obvious that there was lots of miscommunication. Who are in charge of crowd control and like any decisions were not privy to important information, and it all seemed very like last minute. Like the the set, I mean, not the the aesthetics of the place, but the the planning of where yeah. to put the people and the holding areas and what was going to be open, and it just seemed having us go in at five was a huge mistake. If they wanted us to see, you know, be there for rope drop, like, you know, the essential pre-scare, then let us in at 6.30, barricade off past the VIP booth, and only let us gather in that area where you're going to do the opening ceremony. Yeah. There shouldn't be an option at all to wander around the park, even to go as far as to where that beer thing was. Yeah. It was just fair. I mean, obviously they're understaffed. Yeah, I mean, you I mean that was uh, something that even the employees were saying. Yeah, so there are not enough uh, of them. They didn't know what they were doing. Nobody had walkies. Lots of people were dressed in nicer clothes and had, you know, shiny name tags, but they didn't know what was going on either. Yeah. The marketing lady, she was really, really nice. Oh, she's a sweetheart. We asked her about the opening ceremony. We were there with, the, with Hatbox Photography, and she's like, oh, no, there is no opening ceremony and then she disappears and then we're like well we were told there's an opening ceremony and now we're being told there's not one and then she came back like a few minutes later she's like oh wait I know what you're talking about yeah there is gonna be something so I was like I don't know there's the word opening didn't cue that there was something that was supposed to happen at seven o'clock yeah I don't I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so So there's there's some it's just like you know there's a lot of operational issues that they need to figure out that I don't know if they took the time to really think through the process of how everything was going to happen the other thing that you know we basically we left early the, the event's still going on we left about 9 what time is it now? it's 11 it's, it's 10 10 yeah probably so, about 9 yeah and a little later than 9 <clears throat> so yeah because there were no restaurants open not a single restaurant they had three outdoor vending carts open that were selling just like normal outdoor vending kind of stuff. But SeaWorld is like famous for their food. Like when I go to SeaWorld, I love getting their food. And I was planning to spend probably at least a hundred bucks on food because like Shipwreck Reef Cafe is like one of my favorite restaurants there. And everything was shut down not a single restaurant was open yeah, not even like ice cream 
Like, nothing was open. Nothing that had a lockable door was open. Yeah. And that there was the one outdoor vending over in the, um, and this guy described it as like a three-ring circus when there was nothing visually about it to be a three-ring circus. Anyway, um, in that area that he was attempting to describe, um, they had two hot options for food. You said it was mac and cheese and what? Pretzel bites. Pretzel bites. So, not your typical fare for, <laughs> you know, a haunted event. Yeah. He, yeah, it was. Um, and I mean, like, I was kind of disappointed because I saw videos of what they did at SeaWorld San Diego. San Diego? And like, or not San Diego, at SeaWorld Orlando. And it's their first year doing the event as well. Same as SeaWorld San Diego. And like, they had like these amazing bars that were open with like aerialists above you while you're drinking. Like just amazing, amazing stuff. And I'm like, I hope we get somewhere close to that. And we didn't even have a single indoor bar open. You could only get alcohol at the outdoor vending carts. So, another missed opportunity by the event. Like, if you're famous for your food, and people, what's one of the things that people love to get when they go to SeaWorld? Like, have at least one restaurant open. Just one. You know, I get that you're, maybe you're understaffed, maybe. But you gotta have some food. Like, that's the reason why we left early, because, like, we were starving. And we were just like, ah, okay, let's just go. And we had seen everything. And another reason that we left early is, yes, there were two shows that we planned on seeing, but there was no schedule posted on when the shows would be. Yeah. So we were like, we're not going to wait around until we hear music playing. I just, we have a long drive home. I don't know <laughs> Yeah, so like on the, the, first of all, you don't get a park map when you come in. So they only have the little map that's on Online. Well, at least and we then didn't one. I, maybe the front. No, picture. nobody did. I thought that the um, the the, the media the media people who actually had a media pass, they gave them a map. But anybody that came in as general admission did not get a map. Um, so they did have a QR code on like the big park maps that they have big like Hello Screen park maps posted around. But the QR code just took you to information about the show, and the information about the show didn't have the show times on it. They may not have been finalized. Yeah, so, you know. We don't know when. We don't know when the next show is going to be, so, yeah, it's going to make it hard to make a decision. Okay, you know what? The next show's in five minutes. Let's stay, see it, and then we'll go. It's like we didn't know when the next shows were going to be, so we ended up just leaving. Yeah, not a single slider. No sliders. Um,. I, I don't understand the decision other than maybe the lack of availability. There maybe. are none down here. Plenty of costuming that would easily accommodate a sliding, you know. But, I mean, I'm not, I don't, uh, I'm not going to hold that against them because there's a lot of haunts that don't do sliding. Absolutely. But there were plenty of opportunities, too. <laughs> like, uh, also another thing that I noticed that I think that sliding itself as a scare tactic would have livened things up a little bit. The pace was very subdued. Yeah, that's... Not a lot of energy coming out of these monsters. The, yeah, the street monsters, there was a couple that were working it. My favorite area was uh, the dead toys or the killer toys. Killer dolls or killer toys. It was something yes, toys. Or... Killer toys. They were fun. That scare zone, best characters, most energy yeah. of maybe anything we saw of the night. Yeah. Or the clowns at the beginning had a lot of energy, but then yeah. we didn't see that again. 
Yeah, and then there are, I guess, these roaming hordes. They have, like, a vampire horde and, like, a chainsaw horde, which we only ever saw the chainsaws at the very beginning of the night. Mm-hmm. And then the vampire horde we saw wandering around, but it looked more like they were goth kids that were at the event for fun. Like, they were just kind of wandering around, not interacting with anybody. No, very slow, <clears throat> kind of lingering, not intimidating. Like, yeah. Like, there was just no vibes. Yeah, like, there was nobody, none of, there was very few street actors that were really actually going after people. They were more, I guess, trying to be, like, ambiance. I suppose, and that, you know, was that a choice that they made, or is that how they were directed? I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, that's something we don't know. So if you work there, maybe you can, like, hit us up and tell us what your directions were given. Maybe they don't want to after this. (laughs) I don't know. I will, I mean, overall, the talent was decent. I think... There were a lot of people that decided to use screaming, which I don't care for at all. They're not going like, to like that tomorrow. One, your voice is going to get shot. Because yeah. they weren't doing it in a proper way like a singer would or like someone that knows how to vocally no. do that kind you of a thing. You hear the screeching. Like, they're really going to hurt their throats. Yeah. But um, also just as like, just to me, like you need to find a character and use that you know more than just like screaming in someone's ear because like it's not really scary it's more annoying and you're just giving the guests ideas on what to do to you when they're sick of you yeah like oh screaming in their face right that's an option Mm -hmm. i have forgotten yeah so now that we had 20 minutes of uh all that stuff let's talk about some fun stuff all right so the first maze that we did was death water bayou which is a transplant from tampa which was an amazing attraction there. Now, I don't know, it wasn't exactly the same. I did recognize some of the sets, but maybe the, I can assume, they have hurricanes in Florida. Mm-hmm. October's hurricane season. Maybe some stuff was damaged. Maybe. The you walls know, who were knows? very sturdy. Um, but the first half of the maze was really interesting because it was, it was much more like a haunted trail um, where you're kind of like going through these outdoor sets and occasionally you would go inside like a crypt or or something that was just kind of like but it was like very small little indoor sections and then you were mostly outdoors and the theming was okay outdoors but there was kind of like gaps in the theming um, but once you actually got inside to where like the proper proper maze started the sets were fantastic and there was a scene where you go through a swamp with like alligators and you're on like a suspension bridge and you're going into like this bayou hut and it, that was like amazing. How, how do you think they did that bridge? <clears throat> yeah, so the bridge actually did have a bounce to it. Now the only thing I could think like... is maybe underneath each plank there was like a air bladder or something that you kind of squished like a like a beach ball yeah. or something like a small like something to make it squishy. But it, it was a like, great effect. Like the, the barrel bridge at Knott's Berry Farm yeah. in Camp Snoopy. That's but, what it felt like. But you could tell you weren't in water. You were on land. With you were on the ground. Water that, you know, it was like the... It was like a low-laying mist with a laser beam. That, yeah. Know, laser that and you could like see, like, like, little alligator heads in the water and stuff. And it, it was an amazing effect. Great. Yeah. The rest of the maze was so good. Like, there yeah. was some, like, voodoo priestess... Uh, hut that you went through that was fantastic. The, the, there's a lot of detail. The actors were into it. The timing was good. Well there were some really actors. cool scares. Yeah. Like really cool scares that 
came out like, wow, I didn't expect that one. Like, that was a really good spot. They were working together. Yeah. Running decoy. Yeah, it was nice. So that was our first maze. Awesome. Um, yeah, Deathwater Bayou. So cool. Uh, I was really impressed. I will say I wish they had, like, a facade. Like, something... Like, it was kind of like a... I mean, you went into a cemetery, so I guess it kind of had, like, a cemetery gate at, as his entrance. I guess so. Yeah, there wasn't much to write home about about walking up to it. Yeah. It was kind of subdued. So, that, this is the other weird thing. So, Nightmare Experiment didn't do this, but the other two mazes did. You get to the front of the line, and then they let you in, and then you walk, like, another almost like another empty queue line before you actually get to the front of the maze. So it's like, I don't know why they aren't bringing the queue lines all the way in. It doesn't really make sense to me why they're not just pulling everybody all the way in closer to the entrance rather than stopping you, you know, 100, 200 feet back and then being like, okay, now you can go. The only thing I could think of was, is uh, COVID related. So we walked through the building very far apart from each other and we were queued up outdoors on the other side of that building. Yeah, that was the second So I'm thinking that maybe it's a a COVID thing. They don't want us to queue indoors. Maybe. Because then they'd have to do the mask thing and a lot of people were not wearing masks. But Death Water Bayou did the same thing and it was all outdoors. Which is weird. I didn't get the vibe that that's how Death Water Bayou did it, but I guess you're right. Yeah. It was kind of like a a second holding point. I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting way to do it. I I guess so. Maybe it's to get you to feel like, oh, we're alone going into this thing. Because they, this is one good thing that they were doing. They were really pulsing guests. Yeah. They were using the fact that they weren't very busy to their advantage and like letting like five or six people go at a time and really leaving a gap, which was fun. Mm -hmm. Like you could actually enjoy the maze and look at everything. And not feel rushed. And he didn't get in a conga line and stop every two seconds. So that was really well done. Yeah. Um, and then the, the second maze that we did was Death... No, dang it. What's it called? <laughs> Simon Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Uh, so it was a slaughterhouse theme. It's a lot like Slaughterhouse and Knots. Um, this one started out same way. Um, had that big gap then he queued up again and then he went in but um yeah I don't know what do you think about this one I thought it was like um a more intimate and grody version of Slaughterhouse's scary farm yeah you were closer to the props and the props were like I don't know if I want to say more detailed but maybe like more realistically painted like not, yeah, not like the dead pigs and stuff. Yeah, like it was like a really dead well blood done. Color, where like at Scary Farm, it's it's like a brightish, almost orangey kind of blood. I don't know how really to describe it, but it was um, pretty to look at. Very gross. Yeah. Lots of interesting, gross scenes. Excellent scares. Good use of the space. Like you kind of got turned around and mm-hmm. didn't really feel like you knew where you were. Um, I I will say out of like the three mazes. There were some really, really good actors in Simon Slaughterhouse. But I think the other two mazes, maybe the actors were better. That's 
it's a house? it's a really dark maze. It's dark, and they all had masks. Yeah. Well, I don't really remember faces, but I remember seeing a lot of masks, like pig masks. Were there pig masks, or were there just pigs? I think there were pigs. There were victims, and then there were like slaughterhouse workers. Like that was kind of the two oh, okay. sets of people. So the slaughterhouse thing was cool because it, it it's all like Simon Says. So it was you know Simon Says uh, come in. Simon Says I don't know this that or the other. Yeah. Then they had like Simon Says bleed, and then they had Simon Says freeze, and you go through a freezer section. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like you were being processed as meat. Yeah. As much as many slaughterhouse mazes are. Yeah. Sure. Um, but they did, yeah, they had some cool, they actually had some really good blood effects. There was a room that you went in where they had two pigs that were hanging on the ceiling and they actually had pans underneath them and the water was dripping off like they were bleeding out. They were like dripping into, was it like a clawfoot tub or something like that? It was like those big metal bathtubs, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. And then, and then after you went around them, you saw two humans being bled out the same way. Yeah. And they were dripping into their thing. So that was a really cool Yeah, that, that set a nice... Yeah. But yeah, this is the one where, like, the finale scene is supposed to have, like, two chainsaw guys. And... That's right. Oh, wait, no, they have we the chainsaw guys. We did see chainsaw guys. Yeah. But the last room was just empty. <laughs> They were in, they were outside of their room, and I think that they were less effective being outside of their room. Yeah, I think they should have been in the room. They had better places to hide. Yeah. So, yeah, that was old Slaughterhouse. Simon's Slaughterhouse. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the last maze of the night we did was the Nightmare Experiment, which honestly was the best maze of the night. We did save the best for last. Um, so this maze actually started out like had a pre-show where you're brought into a waiting room with the, you know your small group of guests and you 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 know there's a uh, doctor there that was like kind of like picking on different people and he like basically sends you in to get examined and you go in to be experimented on basically and honestly that I think had the best talent of the entire event was in this attraction. The best talent. It had beautiful gags. These pictures that looked like they were following you down the hallway. Yeah. The the grodiness, there was it was just gritty and the lighting was just enough to where you could see it but it wasn't like nothing was blasted. Mm-hmm. I had an so amazing fun. overhead scare hidden in there. Yes. Like two of them. Yeah there were two overhead scares. It was yeah, really, really cool. Good use of that effects. that line to give you the yeah uh the uh, special shout out to the to the actor that was in the washing machine oh the best they were having a lot of fun in that thing (laughs) spinning around and and having a good time really like just so fun yeah they seemed to embrace it like they knew they knew what their role was they knew what the point was yeah they got it it was great and then all of those um the, the air uh, like the air blasts and yes. then the the, the hutzing of the, the guys getting electrocuted is, it was just just fun that that one was a lot of fun even yeah. if it wasn't like I mean I did get scared but it wasn't entirely terrifying mm-hmm. it was the most entertaining yeah I liked it and 
since we didn't see any shows, we can't really talk about that a whole lot. No. Well, we can kind of talk. I forget the name of the ska band already, but... Beta 7? No. Is it Beta? Yeah. Beta 7? Gamma 7? Yeah. That's... Beta 7. Beta 7. Something Um, We were there for soundcheck, and they sounded great. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they were awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it was a great show. And we saw some of the, uh, the Cirque show... While they were practicing. Yeah, they were warming up on that big old double wheel, Ferris wheel... Yeah. Uh, we saw the guy juggling swords. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I, mean, I don't know. I think because I was hungry, <laughs> I got uh, kind of judgy towards the end. I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. There's nothing to look at. There's nobody around. Ugh. Yeah. So I mean, I would say like. It's hard to, like, recommend... Like, if you're coming all the way from L.A. Or, you know, like us from Riverside or Orange County. It's hard to recommend to drive all the way down there for it this year. Like, it's really hard to recommend it. But it is a new and interesting event. And had we known there was going to be no food available, we would have probably eaten a bigger meal yeah. before going. Um... You know, so if you went prepared and knew what you were going to get yourself into, I think we would have had a lot better time. But the fact that we were thinking, oh, it's a theme park event where it's really like it's a Halloween event being put on inside a closed theme park. Like, if you think about it that way, right? Like, maybe like someone like, let's say Sinister Point rented out, you know, a zoo and was like, we're going to put our maze inside a zoo. You kind of have to think about it that way. Like, the zoo's not going to be open, but Sinister Point's going to have a haunt there. Like, <laughs> that is a good you kind of have to think about it that way. Like, Hollis Screams is there, but SeaWorld is not. Yeah, the, the, <clears throat> the concessions that SeaWorld offers in day ops is essentially closed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you go in expecting it to be like that, and you may get you can ride a roller coaster. I think Electric Eel and Manta were both open. Yeah. Here's another thing, though. Oh. If you're going to have a bag policy and force people to get a locker to put their purse in, don't charge $3 for that locker. I understand, like, putting a time limit on it and saying after two hours or an hour or whatever, you're going to charge a dollar or $2 or whatever. I get that because you don't want people just posting up their stuff there all day because you want it open for other riders. But don't just out the gate charge three dollars because now you're charging people to ride your attraction, which they already paid to get in to do. So we were gonna ride Manta, and then we said, "Fuck it, we're not gonna ride it because we're not paying three dollars." No, it's basically like being charged three dollars to ride Manta. <laughs> yeah. I'm like it's a cute roller coaster. I don't need to go on it. It's that bad. Yeah. So, I mean. Or they could have if they have no backpacks. Yeah, super cool. Neither does Silver Bullet, and most other fucking roller coasters don't allow you to bring your purse. That's why they have cubbies. Yep. And sliding doors. That when your train comes in, your shit's in the cubby, they close the door so that the train behind you can pick up their shit and doesn't steal your shit. There's already... You're not reinventing the wheel. Just yeah. To me, that's just like... There. Yeah. I mean, even, like, Universal requires you to use the lockers. But guess what? You get an hour free. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, uh, sorry, not paying $3 to go on your ride. So, you know, 
So again, if you're planning on going, these are things, these to, are things to consider. Keep your purse in the car. Just bring what you need to get through the night, an ID, a debit card, put it in your pocket. Don't worry about the bag thing. Yeah. You know? Not like there's anything to spend your money on anyway. <laughs> there's um, only a few photo ops. The lighting is not benefit. Like, there's no showcase lighting in front of any sort of feature that you'd want to take a picture with. Yeah. Well, no, there's one. I did see one outside of that first maze that we went in. There was, um, oh, kind yeah, of like yeah. a, that one was a well-lit photo op. I did not see any others. Because that weird red camo netting, I guess I can't call it camo netting because it was red. Um, but that stuff was, it looked like a showcase thing. Yeah. But that was the only decor. There was a skeleton up the top, like holding a string down below, like like a marionette thing. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it may have been a stage, like a little proscenium stage. But there was nothing else. No yeah. indication that a show would happen there. No decor, nothing pointing towards it, nobody underneath it. Like, it was, if there was a story to be told, I missed it. Yeah. So I wouldn't count that as a photo op. There are plenty of cool set pieces, but as set pieces, they're not going to be lit as a photo op. So you couldn't really do that. I I don't don't know. Mm -hmm. So that was our SeaWorld adventure. What, uh, what else? You got anything else going on? Um, I want to talk about Nana Tacos. Oh, let's talk about Nana Tacos. So, I don't know if anybody out there watches Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube. If you don't and you enjoy cooking or just random shenanigans, it's a fun, what would you call it? Is it a TV show, YouTube show, YouTube series? It's a YouTube channel hosted by a, a guy had a show on the Food Network and currently has a restaurant in Little Italy in San Diego called Not Not Tacos. And then he has another one that's like a real Italian restaurant, but I don't know exactly where it is. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's like a sit-down, fancy Italian restaurant, but he also has this place called Not Not Tacos. And it's exactly what it sounds like. They're not not tacos. Yeah. Um, It's just like a bunch of really cool, interesting things to present in taco form. So, like, I had a Korean short rib taco and a pastrami sandwich taco, basically. And then what would you have? I had the, um, I got tofu and veggies. And then I got, um, uh, what was it? Eggplant parmesan. Yeah, that's right. And I had the eggplant parmesan one first, and I'm so glad I did. It was freaking amazing. And then, um, by the time I got to the tofu one, it was kind of cold and I was full anyway and it wasn't as good I'm glad I, I opened with the, the <laughs> parm uh, what is it? eggplant parm. eggplant parm yeah super yums and then the Korean short rib which he says on his show is like their number one seller was absolutely freaking amazing such a good good taco their tortillas are so good yeah oh my god and then the pastrami was honestly like I've been to delis in New York and had like legit amazing pastrami and this was right up there with them. Like if you want a freaking delicious pastrami sandwich in taco form, like it's absolutely amazing. And to go with these awesome not not tacos were these tater tots. And like don't go thinking these are some, you know, Orida, you know, bake them in your oven or deep fry them if you feel like tater tots 
these little motherfuckers are, they're like, the best way that I can describe what they're coated in is like French onion soup mix or French onion dip powder. There's a, <laughs> there's like a sour, creamy, garlicky, oniony, just party on yeah. these tater tots. Some of the best tater tots I've ever had. Like so good. I will... I will give it the, the superlative and say that they were the best tater tots I've ever eaten. Wow. I just, they don't compare. They're yeah. just leagues above. And it's that, that powder, that that sour cream, whatever party was going on on there. was yeah. just... Oh, so yeah. that and the, the eggplant parm with all the different sauces and things, like, I, would, I can't wait to go down there again and eat that meal. That's worth the drive. So if you want to go to Not Not Tacos, make the drive. And if you happen to be there during October, you could drop into Hollow Scream. But really, you're there for the tacos. And make sure you eat until you're more than full because you're not going to eat when you get to SeaWorld. Yeah, we did two tacos. I'd say minimum four. I don't... I mean, it's hard because, like, we were full. And it's hard to shove more food down your gullet, but... I mean, it's something to keep in mind. Or take them to go, get them wrapped up, and just bring them in with you. That's true. They, there wasn't much of a back check. <laughs> it was probably just more checking for weapons than checking for, like, oh, don't bring in that sandwich. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, we, were, we had the plan to, well, we, you did. I was not part of the planning. But, you know, we were going to go down to Hollow Scream. It's going to be cool. And, and we're like, oh, it's San Diego. I'm like, oh, my God. Sam's Restaurant's in San Diego. We have to go to Not Not Tacos. Yeah. And that, that became the pilgrimage for me. I was truly more excited about going to Not Not Tacos than I was about going to a fucking haunted event. And, like, Halloween is our world. I was so excited because these things have been hyped up like crazy. That they're the best tots and the best tacos and all this shit. Oh, it lived mm-hmm. up to the hype, baby. And what's cool is that um, there's a train that runs right by the water there. So, like... Yeah, you could take, I think it's called the Pacific Surfliner or something like that, whatever. The train from Orange County or L.A. that goes all the way down Pacific Coast Highway to San Diego, there's a station right near Little Italy. You could walk. It's like a block or two to a restaurant. Yeah, so you can make a day of it and not even have Mm -hmm. to drive. I mean, it sounds kind of enchanting. Yeah, I think we're actually going to do that trip because it sounds pretty awesome. There's a lot of stuff around there, too. There's, like, you know, the kind of... What did you describe? Like Instagrammable. Oh yeah, there's like a salt and straw ice cream parlor, which is absolutely delicious. I've been to one in LA. Um, and then there's like the, the Maritime Museum there. You can go see some cool boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, was really cool seeing the boats. We walked down to because we got to Nanatagos kind of early, so we walked around a little bit. We walked down to the water and saw the boats parked there and stuff. That was oh, that was really nice. That yeah. was like a day. We were only there for maybe a half hour, but it felt like that was as rejuvenating as spending a day at the water. Yeah. <laughs> it was so nice. It was. It was the really weather nice. could not have been better. Yeah, it was perfect, it was perfect weather. Yeah, it was just lovely. So let's, um, I guess, wrap up with fun stuff that's going on. What else are we up to? So Mars? this Thursday is the media event for the. Speed Zone Haunted Mini Golf that I've been working on with Joey. Yay! Um, it's coming along really nicely. Didn't making lots of fun things for it. So, so cute. if you want to come out, uh, I think we officially open on September 24th. Yeah. 
um, which is the next Friday. And yeah, come out and do some mini golf. It's going to be awesome. So um, if you are in the media world and you want to cover the event, um, just reach who, how do they contact, who do they contact to do, to find out about media for that? Uh, well, I would just say direct message me on Facebook. Okay. So That'd probably be the them. easiest way to find out about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had issues with the marketing person who... They're just not local? Yeah, they're in they New York and they don't know... They don't know what's going on out here and it's it's kind of a mess. So, basically, I've just been emailing and saying, this person's coming to media. I don't give them a choice. Like, this person is coming. <laughs> this person's coming. Here's their name. Here's their information. Send them an email. Because, like, otherwise, we've, we've tried going through the channels we're supposed to go through to get things done, and it's not getting done. So... Do you gotta do. Yeah. So, if you so, want to go yeah. and your media, direct message me on Facebook. Yeah. You probably know how to find me, and we'll get you hooked up. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is I just found out that I'm going to be working uh, on Walmart Spooky Street, which <laughs> is pretty cool. That's so, that's cool. going to... That event's happening October 1st and 2nd. At the Walmart in Ontario, California, uh, the one off of Mountain Avenue, and it's basically a trick-or-treating event. So if you have a kid, a kiddo, you want to get dressed up and do some safe, fun trick-or-treating October first and second. Uh, you can go to Spooky Street. So uh, real quick, circling back to um, uh, Speed Zones Haunted Mini Golf, there will be so there's two um, golf courses that will be open. We've got the the kid-friendly, less spooky. Um, just kind of a fun Halloween-y, fall festival-y type vibe. And then they have the other uh, course, which is, uh, it's not like, you know, blow your face off scary, but it's, you know, more intense, more, you know, all a scary farm in the, in the intensity. But, um, you know, the, there's going to be live actors. There's going to be all this cool stuff. They've been working really hard on all the displays and everything. Um, I highly recommend that you go. So along with the mini golf, which is the whole, you know, the center of the haunted mini golf. It's speed zone. And the tracks are going to be open. Yes. So go-karts will be going while this event is happening. So there's potential that you will be driving a go-kart in the fog. <laughs> Sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? It's going to be awesome. High and speed go-karts in the dark. This... Well, it won't be in the dark, but possibly fog. It will be darkish. Yeah. And this little event that, you know... This is its very first year, very first everything, is actually going to have in-house sliders. Already better than SeaWorld's in <laughs> So, please come say hi. Um, if, so, I guess I can tell them I'm going to be there. <laughs> uh, they talked me into working the event because childcare was an issue up to this point. However, they have go-karts and Xander loves them. So, you know, childcare is taken care of. So, um, it'll be me and one of the, the sliders that they had already hired. He's, this will be his first year sliding, but you know, he's, he's good. Yeah. Like <clears throat> keep an eye on this kid. He is a strong slider. He's picking already. it up really right. fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's, yeah, he's got the feel for it. And then, um, on media night, if you are able to attend, you will get to see a slider show. So, um, we've, we've got some monsters coming from different places. We've got monsters from Scare Squad, from Castle Dark, um, from Speed Zone, and then is there any other venues being covered? 
I think everyone else is Decade Brigade. <laughs> yes, Decade Brigade technically will be there. Um, everyone else is is booked. They're working yeah. at other events. So, you know, we we scraped together. And the only reason we were able to get Castle Dark Monsters is because they don't open until, like, the next week or something. So, like, we were able to snag them, but everyone else is booked. But we got enough together, and we're going to put on a show, and it's going to be fun as hell. Yeah. So please come visit us. We're open Friday and Saturday nights. We open uh, September 24th through Halloween. Yes. Is it, are we going to open Halloween night? Because that'll be Saturday, isn't We it? are going to be open Halloween night. And that's a Sunday, correct? Yes. Okay. And I believe we're going to have some special stuff going on. I think uh, we're going to have like a DJ dance party thing. Nice. Um, and I don't know what else, but yeah, there'll be something extra special on Halloween. And Speed Zone also does, um, they're like, uh, you can have private parties there. Yeah, it's like so Chuck E. Cheese for grown-ups. Here's the cool thing is we're doing a Halloween party. So if you want to have a Halloween party where you dress up and everybody gets together rather than having hosting it at your house, you can rent out one of our rooms and have a Halloween party in there. Yes. And along with your party, I believe it comes with tickets for Haunted Mini Golf included in the party. So you'll get like all that stuff. And then they also have, you can buy VIP tickets, so it's Haunted Mini Golf, and then, like, the VIP thing gets, uh, it includes... Unlimited? Unlimited go karts And they can get a dollar amount um, placed onto your card for the, the arcade. The arcade, yeah. So, there's lots of ways to do it. If you just want to do the golf, you can just do the golf, or if you want to go-kart and spend the entire night there, you can actually do that and have a lot of fun. Want to have a Halloween party? You can come down and have a Halloween party. And they, another thing that we have above SeaWorld San Diego... The food. It's actually a restaurant that makes actually yummy food. Oh, yeah. The food's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. There's like a... It's like a churro shaped like a cinnamon bun. It's called it's a like, churro bun. It's a churro bun. And it looks like a little Princess Leia dipped her head in some cinnamon sugar. And that's what they gave. It's delicious. Yeah. 100%. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Yeah, everything I've eaten there has been delicious. <clears throat> I had never been to Speed Zone before... Um, you took me there to see the progress on your, all your stuff. Yeah. It's so cool there. It's a lot of fun. Of course, Xander goes apeshit over those go-karts. Yeah. So he's a happy boy. Yeah, that place is such a... It's just like a, a this gem. Mm-hmm. It's... And the... Oh, the potential. Oh. Any haunters out there, when you walk around, you're going to be like, oh my God, the things we could do. Oh, yeah. So, uh, there are future plans. We have like a... I think it's like two and a half or three acre expansion plot that basically we're going to be able to expand the haunting next year into those three acres. Uh, so we have a lot of fun things planned. But we also have a Christmas event uh, that we kind of got the okay to. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, everything that's going to happen, so I'm not going to say yeah. exactly what we're going to do, but it could be something spooky. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of, of folks that are, you know, in the holly, the uh, Halloween vein that also really like Christmas and weird yeah. Christmas things, and this will be in there with one of those, like, weird Christmas things, so <clears throat> it'll be another fun thing on the list to do. Yeah, so we are doing a Christmas thing that's approved, but I just don't know exactly which version of Christmas we're going to do. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything. Hollow Screams, Not Not Tacos... Life updates. Lots of dogs. <clears throat> scary. San Diego has all the dogs. Yeah, Scary Farm open. So we're going to be going next week, I think. Next yeah. week. 
Yeah, next Sunday we'll be there. So if you'll be there next Sunday, come find no, us. Saturday. Saturday? The 25th. The 25th, I think, is a Saturday. Sure. Well... Saturday. I thought it was a Sunday. But... Wait, hold on. Today's the 17th and it's Friday. That makes tomorrow, 18th, Saturday, plus 7 is 25. The 25th is a Saturday. Okay, we'll be We're there going Saturday. on Saturday night. <laughs> okay, Saturday night then. Scratch that. Ugh, we're doing our best. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that pretty much covers it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, so if you guys have any interesting events, uh, let us know in the comments. Oh, yes, uh, please tell us. Because we're looking for more stuff to do. We're hopefully going to be doing the Ventura County Fair event. Sounds really awesome. Um, yeah. So until, until next time, guys, we'll see you in the fog. Bye, guys. Bye.